Hope that we are all well. Happy Saturday morning. And um, yeah, it's great to be here. Looking forward to having this great conversation with, with yourselves and Craig. Just send a couple of invites out um, and then we'll get cracking. Hello, mate. Good to see you. <clears throat> God, I look like... There we go. A few invites gone out. I know it's early on a Saturday morning. If you are joining us live, thanks for taking the time to join us. If you're catching up on the replay, then do make sure you add your comments and your questions, um, and we'll catch up with them as we go. So, um, slight disclaimer at the start of this I am a little bit tired I might have had a work to do last night so slight disclaimer is it is that fine balance between showing up and not showing up I guess isn't it you know when you show up anyway you you, you kind of you got to take me for as I am so yeah I'll do my best um I'm really looking forward to sharing this mentor session um I'm really looking forward to all the all the people that have signed up to deliver a session to I think that's what makes a great community is, is just being able to contribute and add your bit and just know that that is more than enough. And um, yeah, so this is uh, mine and Craig's. Make sure I add the correct McHugh, otherwise Pamela. Yeah, it's gonna be good to good to share some things that we, we've talked about. I won't say too much until the, uh, the good man is on with me. Hey, hey. And there he is. How are you, my How friend? Very good. Yeah, very well. Very well. Let me just adjust the old volume two seconds. Sorry about the slight delay. You are absolutely fine. Hear me all right? 10 10. Yeah, loud and clear. My beard's catching you oh. up slowly but surely. Yeah, it's looking good, my friend. It's looking good. I know, great myself. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, sorry about the delay. I thought I'll come into the office. It would be nice and quiet here. And when I got here, um, the, uh -huh. um, they obviously cleaned the place at the weekend. And um, they're just cleaners everywhere. And it's actually quite noisy. Um, so, But I've locked the cell door behind me. I don't know if you can see. Yeah. Just about. Yeah, there we go. And um, well, it's not locked, actually. It's just come open. Two seconds. <laughs> let me close it. Say. There we go. I've shut it. Um, so yeah, no, very, very well, my friend. Very, very well. Um, working on the business today, getting some proposals out there, some mind yourself proposals out there as well, which is awesome. Amazing. Um, then I'm off to see a friend later who, um, a really good, good friend actually, who's moving to China of all places. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Um, so going to see him after and say goodbye to him and, um, yeah. So yeah, it's all cool. How's things, um, down your neck of the woods? Everything is good. Everything's back on track, um, and I'm really looking awesome. forward to uh, love to talk because this was a big part of um, yeah, just just re-energizing me this event. So, just share with us kind of where the idea came from, and just a little bit about. Mm. And we've got to say a big shout out to to your wife Pam because without her, it would never have happened. Would it? Let's face it. Mm -hmm. And no, it wouldn't. No, no, no. It most definitely would, I wouldn't. Um, she was amazing, and I'll, I'll say a bit more about that in a minute. So, where did the idea come from? Um, do you know what? It's all a bit of a blur now. But it, it, I, we we talked about doing an event together for a while, didn't mm -hmm. we? Yeah. And yeah. Um, and then we were, we were kind of umming and ahhing. I was like, I definitely want to do something with you. What can we do? And then 
Mental Health Awareness Week was coming up. Um, you know, we're, we're big advocates and supporters of that, um, having, you know, been through and still go through now and again our own challenges and struggles. <clears throat> um, and um, I think I just really wanted to put an event on that, that can really give people some, um, some real practical tips and advice and help yeah. on their mental well-being and their mindset. Uh, but also to um, to 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 let people realise that do you know what it's 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 all right it's just normal we all go through it um, mm. you know I probably once a week I have a bit of a bit of a an off day or an off afternoon or an off morning we all do it but it's how we bounce back and how we get up the next day and and keep keep mm. striving forward and keep showing up as you said earlier and doing what we're doing yeah. so I think that was the reason behind it um, I also wanted myself and Pam wanted to give Ephraim a forum and a platform mm. to share his amazing story about the amazing work that himself and his 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 colleagues and chums over at Strong Men do after a, um, an event that I saw him talk at and I thought wow people have got to yeah. hear this story and um, help those guys out as well so I just can't, you know what, I'm just going to do it because you can sit there going, oh, people aren't going to turn up. They're not going to buy a ticket. Um, do you know what? As you, you said to me plenty of times, my friend, if only one person turns up and we help them, then job done. So yeah. we did it um, and we put the event together and we got a venue and um, Pam did just phenomenal work in the background, um, ringing around and getting people to turn up and getting people to show up. And, 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 they, and they gladly showed up. They gladly turned up. We got a lot of local organisations come. Some it's even an organisation from as far away as Reading um, um, came down with a load of their team as well from Huntswood, which is amazing. Yeah. And yeah, it was just a phenomenal afternoon. Very hot, but a really good afternoon. It was great. And, um, you know, and so there was three speakers, myself on first, and, um, you know, I, I, I think the format of this little live is we'll share a little bit of what we shared on the day <clears throat> in terms of some of the things that we yeah. we um, think help us or, or can help with the mindset. But but first and foremost, like, leading up to that event, really, really confident, really excited, but nervous, you know, because, and, I, and I'll be honest, <laughs> because, like, it was the first real time I'd got out under my own name in a public speaking forum so <clears throat> public speaking is something i do it's something i've done for for many many years and it's something i really enjoy but this had a different feeling to it because it was it was ryan hartley the public speaker and it was it was do people buy into what ryan hartley has to say about the world and whether you're well you know whether my mindset was strong or not it, it went to places where i couldn't control sometimes and you know learning to put actually all of the stuff i was about to say into practice it was a really stark reminder about how we can use our mindset to really help ourselves be better than we were yesterday and to, to keep showing up. And so, yeah, like, uh, you know, it's, that was a huge kind of reflection for me because, yeah, it was, um, it was, it was, it was a special day, my friend, and I'm always going to be grateful for, for the opportunity that, that you provided. And uh, I guess it was, it was just a bit, it was an epic venue and just to walk in, I remember just seeing my big face on this screen and it's not just this projector, was it? it was like this entire wall of like PowerPoint. And I was like, this is it, yeah. man. this is happening. And I was just like, right, let's, let's give it some, let's, let's do, yeah. let's do the best you can do. And sometimes when you go, like you forget, you forget, like, so you introduced me and that was it. I stood up and I completely forgot what I was going to say to start with because I hadn't prepared for the introduction, you know. In my mind, I was going to get up and say, yo, um, this is different. I'm normally used to it having to say, 
I'll, you know, how, how you been? How's your Sunday? I'll invite people as we go, you know, drop the blue emojis, you know, just a little bit of humor yeah. to start. The, I completely forgot all of that. It was just like, <laughs> I'm in front of everyone. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan, you know. And it's amazing. You were great. You were... Like, oh, it was good fun. Thank you. And I, so uh, let me just take people through a few of the um, few things that I, I kind of shared. And if you, if you want to probe me at any point, then, then by all means. But I think we started with this concept that, you know, mindset is just simply the way that you think informs the way that you act. And, if and then yeah. ultimately the way that you act affects the results that you get, which is why I was particularly passionate about Absolutely. it. And then just shared a little around what does it mean to be always better than yesterday from a kind of a mission to the way that we think to something that's important, um, a value that we have, a habit and a community. And I kind of diagnosed a little bit around what that really means for people. But actually, I, I kind of just said from the start, like one thing that's really helped me is just this concept of not trying to change the world, but change the world for one person at a time, you know, because I think that gives a a pragmatic sense of what can I do in this moment to create a better world rather than go, Oh my God, I want to change the world, but where do I start? You know, it's, um, yeah, that's, that that's so of... true, mate, because, um, it reminds me of, um, the, um, uh, Michael Jackson song, man in the mirror. Um, you, um, if you want to make the change, you know, uh, look in that mirror, um, and you got, you yeah. got to start with yourself and, um, you, you, you saying that um, about being really, really nervous, you know, the thing about mindset is that it really does make the difference between um, doing and not doing, succeeding or not mm. succeeding or achieving and not achieving. And um, it's, it, it, although although immensely difficult, immensely difficult at times, and sometimes you just want to crawl into a hole or crawl under the duvet or just hide away in yeah. a corner. Um, it, it, it is a conscious choice in that moment to to stand up, show up and just step forward. Um, and yeah. um, that's what really came out from from well everything you do, mate. But from from your talk particularly, which was which was amazing. You you were um, I mean, not that I didn't think you would be good. Of course you'd be good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why I invited you. I had no doubt whatsoever. But yeah, no, you're awesome, mate. Natural. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Um, you know, I talked a lot about this um, this phrase about being always better than yesterday. And for me, it was a kick up my own ass because. Um, back in the day, I would have had a habit to procrastinate. I'd have waited till it was really good, looked good, and, and I was ready and I was good enough. And when you start labeling yourself always better than yesterday, it kind of you can't you can't put stuff off till tomorrow. You know what I mean? You can't you can't no. put stuff off if you want to be better than you were yesterday. So it's really kind of helped me um, break the habit of of procrastination. But I think first and foremost, I, I, what I spent most of the time at that talk was not pointing people to my successes, but through my and where my growth and my learning has come through those those mm. changes and I think that was a really kind of good way of doing it because it was it was mental health week it was mindset and yeah. and actually you know I, there's no point standing up saying oh yeah I built this website and I've done these workshops and I I've got this podcast and yeah agree. it's not about that it's about having that in spite of all the challenges and when things got tough not you know mm. not hiding away from it and the core thing that resonates through a lot of what I talk about is just having this sense of purpose you know having this sense of purpose this this want to create mm. a better world for people because in doing so my challenges have had a reason like you know there's there's a reason for me to keep showing up there's a reason for me to keep going no matter what people's opinions might be no matter what setbacks I might get that that coming to this who I am what I stand for 
um, and my purpose has always been something that's just dragged me through. Always, and uh, and I know you're a huge kind of advocate for for purpose, and you you live and breathe that. Um, yeah, a million percent. Agree I guess. With that. Yeah, I, I guess. Where did I go next with it? I, I put up a big picture of me meditating. Um, and actually, that picture means got a lot to me because it was at that point where I was getting a lot of flack, a lot of scrutiny, a lot of judgment around mm. who's Ryan Atley and what does he know about leadership or meditation? Why we, that's weird. Why are you putting that out? Like, you know what I mean? And and that 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 drive in me to belong somewhere was just being rubbed up all the time. In this, I didn't feel safe. I felt anxious, um, but a huge desire to want to be authentic in myself and that in the battle of. Do I don't I be myself? Do I? It, it just it caused more mindset problems than I than it needed to. Um, but I had to go through it. I had to go through that sense of who am I to yeah. know that it's not worth sacrificing losing who I am just to belong no. to fit in. Yeah, I couldn't. So I, I, I couldn't head. agree with that more. Yeah, that's so important, yeah. mate. That you you stick with your 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 beliefs, your values. You spoke a lot yeah. about values, which I love, um, and your. Per- purpose you know over the the past well since, since we since we started the business particularly but even before that there's countless times where you know there's there's certain things that you just can't compromise and when you feel like they're being compromised that in turn impacts your mindset um and i know certainly over the past 12 months i've had a couple of occasions of that where professionally i feel that i'm compromising my values um and and my purpose and and professional purpose and values and uh, personal uh, purpose and values they're one in the same for me to be honest now um but i really thought they were being compromised and do you know what Mm. and i think i spoke to you before christmas about it do you remember i was on a bit of a tough time before christmas um and i just I, I had to stop the thing that was that was that was making me feel that way um, um, because it really was compromising me um, and yeah. you know it could have led to some some awesome things but in reality would they have been yeah. awesome actually probably not because you know it's just more money in the bank isn't it to be honest and mm. that isn't anything mm. that isn't everything or even that important um, yeah. so yeah I couldn't agree more with that mate you can't compromise what you believe in yeah. and, I, and I'll be honest there are things that I you know, when we say your mindset affects the way we show up, I, 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 there were times where I wasn't showing up as myself and, and either I was um, over-emotional about stuff, over-protective, over-sensitive. And actually sometimes in seeking validation, um, I would just, wouldn't, just wouldn't come across naturally. You know, I would, I would hide behind theory and models because I'd be feared around what people thought about my opinion. Mm. So I would, you know, mm. this whole concept of being a Simon Sinek fanboy, well, I probably perpetuated that because I was hiding behind it because I was so fearful around the judgment that I was getting on my character. So even in those moments, there's, I'm still in control of what I take and what I don't, you know, it's that whole concept of whose value, whose opinion do I value? Also be honest with yourself and know that what you could do differently and just move forward, keep moving forward because, you know, sometimes you can dwell on things longer than they need to. I think overthinkers, actually really good thinkers they just don't stop thinking you know (laughs) yeah and you know what sometimes you particularly when when the thinking leads to being not helpful and um and maybe even negative you 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 really got to get hold of it at that point and do something about it because um you know the brain the brain is a is a is a useful tool but it'll also be 
pretty mm. um, unhelpful at times. And um, yeah. yeah, sometimes you need to stop that thinking because it, it isn't always rational. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll rattle through this now. I won't, I won't spend too much time because I want to hear more from you. But, um, you know, a lot of what we talked about around, um, you know, the always better than yesterday values around what we stand for. It's about, you know, to lead others, mm-hmm. we must first lead ourselves. Um, yeah. You know, actually getting in that mindset of we win or we learn, you know, genuinely believing that there's always a lesson to be had. And, um, you know, adopting that mindset and that identity of someone that's a lifelong learner, you know, someone that is continually learning more about themselves, others, and the world. Um, I, I think I heard this one thing about Zig Ziglar, like come the end of his life, you know, he was still at conferences with a notepad, you know, in his late 70s, still looking to learn. And I think that's that's what it means to be a lifelong learner is to is to never assume that you know it. Um, because I yeah. find that the more I know, the more the less that I know. You know, it's a paradox. Yeah. The more I know, the more I realise there is to know. Yeah. So yeah, that great. pursuit. Yeah, of... well, um, learning is living. Well, it, learning means and it's nothing. Why, it's why, it. absolutely, and it's, it's why living your learning exists. Um, you know, yeah. just knowing stuff. If you don't do anything with it, if you don't apply yeah, it, yeah. if you don't adapt yourself, if you don't consistently yeah. show up and, yeah. and realize that positive change, then then well, you haven't learned, and and I don't yeah. think then you've you've properly lived, to be honest. Hundred percent, and I, and I think so many people are in search of more rather than just focusing on what they have and implement what they already know. Um, yeah. you know that's that's the pragmatist in me that just says, yes, there's always more to know and do, but you already know a great deal. You already are good yeah. enough. You already have a purpose within you. You don't need it externally to find anything other than just show up and do. Yeah, agreed. Million percent. So. I think, you know, I talked a little bit about meditation. I talked a little bit about, you know, some of my, my own personal struggles. And I shared the story, didn't I? And, and, and even on reflection on, on how I shared this story, there's another level of connection for me to go to. And, and the story was, um, it was, a, I put up this picture of me looking very somber. It was my tough time. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. My, I love that picture. Yeah, it was my tough time. And I just think, you know what, in terms of vulnerability, that was it for me. Like, here's me. Here is me um struggling um mentally and this was this was after a a, a funeral of a colleague and yeah. and because i'd built the habit of self-reflection something hit me on that day and it was just this overwhelming sense of um you just can't help everybody you know and, and i think sometimes as a coach as someone that helps as someone that will always do more for other people um it, i guess it's that you got you can't give what you've not got phrase but but for me it was just that to learn that you can't always help everybody. And, and, and that was hard to take because I think, you know, 10 years ago, I was the lead dispatcher of, um, in, in the police where a police officer on my watch crashed and died. And, you know, that I, I skirted or in terms of storytelling, like I scratched the surface on my ability to tell that surface because, because I didn't know how emotionally together I could have kept it. Mm-hmm. But that's going to be one powerful story when I can fully connect with it and deliver it in a way that is um, just real and emotional. So should mate. You so um, should, because it's. I think yeah. it would it would um, do a massive amount for um, a lot of people as well as yourself. And um, yeah. but yeah, um, when you're ready, you'll you'll you'll, you'll share it, and, and it will be all the all the more valuable. Yeah, and do you know what? I got that perspective because I stood and watched an incredible man 
play a video of his own son being repatriated. Oh my god! And I just think it's I goosebumps don't know now. how. Oh, it just brings tears to my eyes, and I do not know yeah, it does. how that. I do. I, I don't understand. Like, I do understand because he's phenomenal, um, and it's amazing what tough time. You know, tough times make tough people, but unbelievable. Like for him to be able to deliver that speech the way he did, my heart had been on my knees. Like mm. incredible, incredible talk, um, and actually just the. I, you know, I, I think. I just think it's in, incredible when. It's just leadership, pure leadership. Whether he thinks he's leading or not, he's leading the way with men and their emotions and the ability to um, realise that it's okay not to be okay um, and that there's people out there that want to help you. Um, So let me just round it off. I think just the last thing, I don't know if Bethan's still on, but I put a a screenshot of Bethan up when I I talked and it was about the opportunity that came up with me going to Bratislava. And I just, the, the, oh, kids killing each other. Um, The, the, when I talk about being a pragmatist, I like to control what I can control. You know, I've always been someone that's fought to control and make something of my life. And what I've really had to learn is just relax and trust the big picture because the event that happened in Bratislava, the series of events that led up to that, you just can't predict, you can't control. So I've had to really learn to relax, enjoy life, um, you know, focus on the, the little moments because the rest will take care of itself, which you know doesn't feel comfortable for me to even say, let alone do and you know but the perspective so the event what happened so so obviously i'm friends with bethan's brother many years ago at school um lisa then sells a makeup product to him for her birthday somehow then she then joins unique then i start to coach i then coach her she gets helped um quite a lot and really loves this sense of why she shares a facebook live gets quite emotional a friend of mine then watches it on my timeline. He then takes it to work to his boss and says, this is inspiring. We want to get this guy in. His boss was reading Start With Why at that point. He said, brilliant, let's, let's do it. <laughs> and you just think... You can't, you can't, you can't even make it up. And next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call saying, how do you fancy an all-expenses-paid trip to Bratislava? So I giggled like a little girl and I said, yes, of course. You know, and I just, yeah. you just can't make that stuff up. You can't control that. You can't... All you've got to do is be able to show up, make a difference Amazing. to people, and the rest will take care of itself. Um, you know, and, but that night, a lot of what I talked about, ants, you know, is the concept I heard from Sonia McDonald, automatic negative thoughts, you know, and, and, and I just shared a little bit around how I use the phrase, show up, have fun, do your best. And that phrase yeah, really that. is is my mantra. It's it's one of those things that have kept me going. It's the self talk that I give myself to stamp on those little ants. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, as I did on um, the event, uh, mind yourself, I, I changed the background of my little watch and it, you know, put it back to believe in yourself again because the power of an external voice is, isn't something I just talk about. It really is something that um, I think. It, you know, I live is is powerful. It's made a huge difference to me. So, there's a few other things, but I won't take up too much more time now because um, I'm really, really uh, keen mm-hmm. for people to hear. Uh, do you know what I love about your stuff, mate? You you come across like, uh, and I mean this in, with every bit of love. You come across a bit like a professor, and I love that because like you've got the tweet. <laughs> I will take that all beard. day long. Uh, I love so, it. And, and, I'll take that all day long. And and a lot of your work and what you talk about is theoretical models but the, the the brilliant bit about you is that you bring it all together into this new thing it, it we all know the individual models that that 
that form your puzzle, but together it forms a different picture. And it just think, wow, like it just, the McHugh mindset model is one that needs documenting. <laughs> one day, maybe one day. Damn. When I'm a professor, when I'm Professor Craig, I will do it. Mate, I, I'm serious. It, it, it just, all together, it made Thank you. a I lot, that. a lot of practice. Yeah, a lot of sense. So tell us Thank about you. it. Tell us about how, what you wanted to get across from your talk and, and then how you did it, I guess. So um, I suppose I wanted to, um, and you're very right in saying it, I wanted to bring a bit of theory, um, a bit of understanding, because what really helps me and what's helped me over the years is um, I have to know why things happen. I have to mm. understand the mechanics of them in order that I can try and do something about it. Now, um, yeah, you know, there, yeah. there are days where that's more difficult than others. Of course there is. Um, but me being able to understand what's happening um, allows me to break it down and to almost step away from it and see it objectively. And, and then I can, I can do something about it without getting, getting sucked into it. So, mm. um, you know, I, I, started, um, I started off by, you know, just trying to get across this point that, you know, we all feel anxious. We all, we all lack confidence. We all get nervous. We all have resentment. We all have guilt. Um, we all com um, have this 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 thing about comparing ourselves or um, the not enough syndrome. Not that we're just not enough. Mm. But I don't have enough. I don't have a big enough car, yep. a big enough house, and enough money in the bank, um, and, and all of that stuff. And it was just to get across that. Um, actually, there's a reason why all that's happening, and there can be another way. And I wanted to almost prove to people. A, why it happens in the first place, and then give people some really easy, practical ways of um, doing something about it. So I think I started off by getting everyone to write down on a post-it note um, what impacted their mindset or what, what mm -hmm. prevented their mindset from being really, really good. Um, and then kind of parked that because we came back to it later. Um, and then I, I talked a little bit about how um, from my, from my own and learning um, and from my own research um, about how the brain works and how um, how our thinking and our thoughts um, start. So so basically, we might experience something, and people normally think as a direct result of experiencing something that will cause an emotion. But actually, there isn't a direct correlation. There is something that gets in the way, and that is our thoughts. Um, and the reason for this is our brain is 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 really a tool that a solves problems, trying to trying trying to get us from A to B or from out of one situation into a better one. Uh, and there's also a tool that is constantly, even now whilst we're talking, is constantly looking out for threats through our senses, mm -hmm. whether that be sight, smell, sound, um, um, etc. And there's this, you, you mentioned the ants thing, the automatic negative thoughts. Negative, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah. I love that actually. Yeah, um, so there's a thing called negativity bias, which um, actually suggests that we focus more on negative things than we do on positive things. Because as we have evolved over hundreds of thousands of years, um, you know, back in the day when we were cave people, um, a negative thing would normally mean physical harm or danger or death. So yeah. we're hardwired yeah. to focus on that stuff. So when something happens, our um, the oldest part of our brain, our limbic brain, which is our emotional center, kicks in first. That then sends mm. all the chemicals around our body and gets us ready for fight or flight. 
or freeze, depending on, on, on what you do. Um, and then it's only a second or so, or, may, or maybe even a couple of, sometimes for me, it's about 10 minutes afterwards, that our rational mm. brain or our thinking brain kicks in. Now, for me, the rational brain isn't always rational, and you have to be really careful here because sometimes the thinking brain is completely irrational. And because of the emotions that are already stirring, which live in here, the, the, the emotion isn't the feeling you get. The emotion is the, the what's the brain doing. The, the, the feeling is just your body's reaction to it. Um, so the thinking brain kicks in. And um, sometimes it's irrational. And this is where the stories come from. And the stories is really, really powerful because depending on what happens with these stories will depend on um, how we how we subsequently feel. So we can get worse and worse. So you get into a bit of a spin cycle. Um, and then, as you said, that can impact our behavior um, and then our subsequent outcomes. Um, so the stories we tell ourselves, they tend to form th um, three broad um, areas, which are somebody's a villain, so it's somebody else's fault, and they're doing it on purpose, or they're mean, nasty, or an idiot or something. Uh, I'm a victim, not my fault at all. Um, woe is me, um, you know, I'm not to blame, I've done everything I can, all of that kind of palaver. Uh, and then there's the completely helpless one, which is, I can't do anything about it. So what's the point? Mm. Um, and I think uh, when we talked stories... about that, I... oh, sorry, I think, I think after we yeah, talked no, a little bit about that, I, I kind of added a, 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 an extra character to your story, which is the hero, because I think I'd yeah. definitely been yeah. guilty of the hero complex because when people have oh, a perception definitely. of you that's negative and, you know, I definitely took on, don't they know how much I'm helping people and don't they know, you know, Almost, yeah, I put yeah, myself yeah. on this pedestal as if to say, "Why are they giving me such, you know?" So yeah, I'd, I'd add the hero yeah. to your uh, little character for some. I've just written it down, Ryan. I like yeah. that. Um, so yeah, so we form these stories, and then these stories can then can really inform our our, our actions and our behaviours. Um, and the the thing about these stories is, and this is where it gets really super clever for me and really interesting, because I think predominantly this is where you can start doing something about it because your power is in your thinking brain because you can do something about that your emotional brain is automatic response you can't really do anything mm -hmm. about that that's hardwired over thousands of years of evolution but we can do something about our thinking brain and these stories will generally come from one of two places um and this this, this is this is a thing called time and time, I don't care who you are. I mean, people are free to disagree. They can. But to be honest with you, um, I think this is the case. I don't care who you are, but time will be our biggest stressor without a shadow of a doubt. And time is really a mind made concept. It lives in here. Um, because if you were to go back hundreds of thousands of years and uh, and caveman craig was to bump into caveman ryan or could you imagine that um, <laughs> you know and i said uh, uh, ryan mate what's the time you'll be like what are you talking about um i'm hungry um there just wouldn't be any concept of it so we've made up time in order to organize ourselves and make things easier but actually within our brain we're constantly living in 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 the, these two places in time which is the past or the future we're constantly worrying about things that, that have already happened which by the way we can do nothing about we can't change them we're constantly creating scenarios about things that haven't even happened yet which is even more crazy and we spend they reckon about 80 to 90 percent of our time 
living in this time warp of mm. thought of the future or the past. And the one moment we miss is this one right now. Mm. I mean, how many times have you driven home from work and got home and, and said, how did I get here? Because you've yeah. been completely lost in thought or walk down the street and not realize that skyscraper was there or that tree was there, a house was there and it's been there mm. for like ever because we're constantly mm. lost in this thought. It's, it's called autopilot. Um, mm -hmm. and, and autopilot is designed to help us um, be efficient and to do lots of things all at once. But, but actually it means we're, we're unconscious and we're, we're walking around this haze of unconscious um, activity. Um, so these stories come from the past or the future. Um, and um, the, the stories from the past of the future are also the majority of the time, they said, again, at least about 80% of the time, um, uh, have the potential to be either negative or repetitive. So mm. we can't, I mean, how many times do we regurgitate those conversations mm. we've had during the day or those situations? Or yeah. how many times do we constantly think about a situation we're about to go into? Um, and somebody did, did, did a study, I, I don't know how they worked this out, but they said that if we were to live to, to 80 years of age, um, we, would, uh, we would only be conscious, consciously aware of what's going on for 12 years of those 80. I mean, that's just mind boggling. So we're just walking around in this haze of, yeah, it is a waste. So, so what I was talking about was really, you know, let's bring ourselves back into the moment. Let's consciously be aware of the moment that's going on. And then I brought in the, the, the emotional intelligence theory or what we call the stages of total awesomeness. So to be in the pre present moment, you've got to be completely aware of what's going on, not only around you, your environment, um, but also you, what you're thinking about. Be a, step back from those thoughts. Be aware of what those thoughts are, because you can do that. Be aware of the, the, the feelings or the emotions that they're creating and the behaviors that are coming out as a result of that. Because only when you're completely aware can you then have what we call thoughtful reaction. You then react, but in a rationally thoughtful way, not irrationally thoughtful way. You actually use your thinking brain in the proper way. Um, then all you, you can bring in, um, which is the third stage um, of total awesomeness, uh, amazing purpose. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of emotional intelligence, it's, it's motivation, but that your why, your purpose is central to all of this. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I've spoken to you before, Ryan, where, you know, there have been times where I've been so busy and caught up in everyday life and everything that's going on in my head that you forget your, your, your middle circle. You forget your why and the impact you're having. Mm. And when that slowly oh, yeah. dissipates and, and falls away, um, things start to feel really, really heavy. And then you get back into the past and future stuff all the time. So your amazing yeah. purpose, you've got to have that front and center all the time. And it's about the impact you want to have in that moment. And then you bring in mindful empathy. So you talk about um, or you think about, um, you know, what's going on from the other person's point of view, because you don't know what's going on in their world. You don't know what day they've had. You don't know what struggles they're facing. But these stories, mm -hmm. particularly the victim villain stories, can really prevent that mindful empathy. So, you know, we need, we need to care about. Yeah, we need to care about our brothers and sisters. Um, I know it's hard. Mm -hmm. It really is hard, but, but we really need to. And then as a result of all that, what you can then do in the moment, because it only works in the moment, is you then can consciously communicate or consciously mm -hmm. have a great conversation, not only with yourself mm -hmm. internally, um, that self-talk, um, but also externally. You get the self-talk right internally, how you come across externally will be amazing. Yeah. Um, and then I think I added in some, some bits from Brené Brown about daring greatly and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. 
um, which um, uh, I, I think I think it was you that introduced us to, to, to Brené. And I'm reading a book at the minute, and we watched her documentary on Netflix, myself and Pam, and we were just blown mm. away by the sense that this lady makes um mm. and this whole thing about being in the arena and, and daring greatly it's just phenomenal um and then i think I, I talked about you know making sure that in that moment you fully accept what's going on you can make it better if you want and please by all means make things better if they're not for you but just accept things for the way they are you can't change the past you can only make things better you go back to the past to learn but you can only do it now you go to the future mm -hmm. to plan and you can be ambitious but you can only do it now mm -hmm. don't spend so much time here mm -hmm. and here that you don't spend time here um and let life pass you by um... because go on go on. yeah no go on I heard the phrase, um, your past doesn't equal your future unless you live there. Yeah, a million percent, a million percent. Um, there's another phrase I, um, I heard, I think it was an Eckhart Tolle one, where he said, uh, time isn't precious, now is precious. Mm. The only moment you have is now, guys, um, mm. because, you know, when you think about the past, you can only think about it now. When you think about the future, you can only think about it now. When you get to the future... That future that we're constantly chasing, stop chasing, start embracing. When we're constantly chasing mm. that future, it actually never comes. Because when you get to the future, it's now. Mm. Mm. The only moment that exists is now. And that's sometimes a weird concept to get your head around. But when you do, and when it happened for me, and when I realized that the, the thoughts in my head weren't me, and I could step behind those uh, mm -hmm. uh, and observe those the, the, the amount of light bulbs that went on were just were, were amazing. Um, so you, acceptance um... is important you um, um yeah ju judgment you... oh sorry mate. i think it's a little bit of a delay you carry on um yeah i was just gonna say so uh, acceptance is really important no judgment this is where mm. you where you stop the victim villain helpless stories going on um no judgment it's really hard but it's so key and no blame yeah. either and i think i told yeah. um a story of when you know, about five, six years ago, this all came to a head for me. Um, it was the, my Waitrose story. I was walking home, um, had to go to wage. I've told it loads of times before. It's actually a funny story now. How Pam ever married me is, is, is a minor miracle in itself. But um, as a result of that meltdown that I had, that I completely created in my head myself, um, I ended up in a doctor's surgery, you know, bawling my eyes out uncontrollably, um, being signed off work through, through stress and exhaustion for, um, for four, three or four weeks. Um, and I thought, you know, I've got to do something about it. And have I had tough times since? Have I had stress and anxiety since? Yeah, of course. You know, I had a, I had a panic attack the night before my wedding. Um, but, mm. but, and this is the key bit, which is why we play the Rocky video at the end of, yeah. of, of my talk, is that I still got up the next day. And despite being the, I don't, I don't know why I was so nervous or scared. I think it was the vulnerability thing, but I embraced mm -hmm. that completely mm -hmm. as hard as it was because I'm, I'm quite a private person um, in terms mm -hmm. of my emotions. I don't really put things out there. Um, and I just had to really embrace it and show up. And I was scared stiff. But I remembered something my brother said to me the night before is he said, we're all here for you, Craig. We all love you. Your friends love you. I love you. We all love you. We're all, all here for you because we're so happy for you. And that really, that, that made such a difference and it really helped. And yeah. yeah, I put myself out there. I had a panic attack, but I got up the next day and I turned up and I was at the front when Pam walked down the island. God, am I so glad that I did. Um, best day of my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, and then we played the Rocky video. Day. 
which is and thank you for being there mate it made such a difference but but then we played the rocky video which is you know my favorite bit from that is um it's not about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward how much you can take mm. and keep moving forward that's how winning is done Never, ever, ever give up on what you believe in um, and your purpose and your cause. Keep fighting for it because, you know, the, the next moment um, you can deal with, you'll be, able to, you'll be able to get through it. Just get up and keep driving mm. forward. And, and, and it happens. You know, sometimes we can worry too much about is this going to happen or is that going to happen? And, you know, for, as a business owner, um, I worry about that stuff every single day. Um, yeah. You know, are, are we going to get enough business in next month to survive? But I can't sit here, spend my time worrying about that. What I've got to do, which is the whole, really the key to my whole talk is take positive action in the only moment you have, which is this one right now. I could sit yeah. here in myself feeling sorry for myself and oh woe is me and this is not happening and that's not happening or i can just get off my ass sort my head out and actually take some positive action and do something about it yeah. and when you take positive action and do something about it you will keep moving forward no 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 doubt about that i love that so let's just spend the next couple of minutes because i've got to go very shortly but a couple of minutes on um strongman and frm's talk Oh, wow. Tell us, yeah, tell us, oh tell us why you, the moment you, you saw his or you heard his story, you had to get him involved. Um, so myself and Pam, um, we were at a business event. Um, um, it's like a networking event that, that, that we regularly go to at the Ajayas Bowl in Southampton, the cricket ground. And the guy, the guy there uh, who runs that, Brad, like, great guy, great, uh, great business as well, network my club um networking um community um he he actually knew Ephraim's son i think he went to school with Ephraim's son mm. um so knew the family really well and invited Ephraim on to share his story and you know it, it started off with him uh, telling the story about his son um being killed in action in afghanistan um through friendly fire which well being killed is bad enough but friendly fire oh my god that's just a kick in the teeth mm. um and then and then him being repatriated and that was emotional enough and everyone was just transfixed and 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 that stuff always gets me you know i'm from a forces background um you know the, the service that these men and women give to our country is 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 really really powerful and important for me and, and i'm so grateful for those, those the sacrifices those 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 ladies and gentlemen make but then he goes on saying well then i then i i did this kind of this 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 hike thing with, with the army and then i decided to to go on to sas who dares wins and he showed a clip of it and i looked at pam and went i remember that one so and yeah, so and then he and then and then he told about his friend who he started strongmen with, who was also on SS Who Dares Wins, who, mm. um, you know, while he was away on business, he was phoning his wife just to say goodnight and heard his wife get murdered on the other end of the phone by an intruder. And I'm like, oh, my God, what what I was like, literally, what is going on? And then her friend said, oh, yeah, and I had to leave SS Who Dares Wins because I was, I was poorly. And I went back to the UK, got some tests and I had stage four prostate cancer. And I'm like, literally, you could have done that and i would have fallen down I, I literally the tears were streaming down our faces i was like oh my god this is just you just can't write it it's just literally unbelievable um and and then he said about strong men and i'm like most people and understandably so would have given up mm. but he didn't 
Mm. He took not just one life-changing hard event that was indescribably painful that I hope I never, ever have to experience. He actually took two. Mm. And he came out the other side with purpose and passion and is doing mm. the I mean, again, give me goosebumps thinking about it. And, and mm. is doing the most amazing thing for other people. Mm. So he's not turned himself into a victim. He's not turned anyone into villains. He's not blaming anyone. And he's getting out there. He's, he's the epitome of daring greatly. And he's getting out yeah. there and he's just doing the most amazing thing. The guy, if he's not sainted, there's something wrong to be honest, um, just yeah. phenomenal. And I, I, myself and Pam looked at each other and went, we have got to do something about this. Um, and then when we decided to do the event, it's like Ephraim, he's got to be there. Absolutely has mm. to be there. Mm. Amazing man. Yeah, there are, if you don't believe that one moment can change your life, the way that you see things, the way that you hear things, like that, that the power of his talk can do that to you. It can give you a sense of perspective or a dose of reality or motive, whatever you might be looking for. Like that is the power of connecting with a story and using yeah. purpose to help people. Because, um, yeah, just even even when like people were saying the room was hot, um, and it was hot, but he put yeah. a picture up of his son saying, "There's my son walking around in forty five degree heat." I don't think this is hot. He said, "Yeah, you're right. Like first world with problems, you know." <laughs> Um, yeah, 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 so, exactly. It, it was amazing. It really, problems. it's just, it's just, no, it's not, it's not, and it, it does, it, yeah, it does. And it's not to play down anyone's uh, struggles or challenges, but what it, what it, what it does for me is it shows that, you know, it doesn't matter, um, well, it does matter. It, um, it, regardless of what I'm going through and feeling, um yeah. and how hard it is at that moment in time and you know what's hard for me won't be hard for somebody else and uh, and i get that and that's absolutely fine we all have our own levels of of, of coping and and and, yeah. and how how hard we find things but what it gives me is if he can if somebody can do that then that gives me the energy and the power and the ability to also do something about what i'm going through 100%. um and yeah and yeah it, it, the inspiration is not a strong enough word for what no. what that man has done and what he is doing um just amazing and just to tell everyone strong men go and check them out they basically help um, um guys who um, are suffering um from grief bereavement um and the resulting anxiety ptsd even that comes as a result of that they're really struggling and they take them on expeditions um adventure weekends they go up mount snowden i think they're going somewhere in france um soon up and they're climbing at mount blanc or something um and it's all yeah. free and these guys go along in a safe environment because i think the thing about us chaps is we do find it hard to talk um and we need a really safe environment to be able to let yeah. this stuff out and to and to somebody to put out an arm around our shoulder and do you know what sometimes even to let a tear out because um the the yeah. world we live in um says that we really shouldn't do that but actually we should because we're all human we're all the same mm -hmm. inside and and that's what they help these guys do and they really bring guys back from the brink um of yeah. of well well the worst yeah. things yeah. um and it's just amazing so yeah go and check them out 
Amazing. Well, this has been a, a privilege to, it's good to actually catch up again. We haven't spoken for a little while, so it's really good to, to talk again. Thank you, my friend. And, Pleasure. Um, Pleasure. I am going to have to go and get the kids ready for swimming. Actually, probably Lisa's done that. She's probably cursing me because I said I'd only be half an hour, but yeah. <laughs> Blame it on me. I'll, Blame go out, me. I'll go out daring greatly. And, um, Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so hopefully this has been, been uh, of use to people to help understand a little bit around the things that we've talked about. Um, love for you to to get on board with the next Mind Yourself event if we ever come to a town near you. Um, if you yeah, want us to come it. to a town near you, then then do just reach out. Um, and uh, yeah, we need to get some more on. Um, and yeah, beyond that, please just let us know your questions. Get in touch with either myself or Craig if you want to know a little bit more about what we've shared. Um, and ultimately, go and have a great weekend and enjoy the moment. Yes. See you later, Thanks, everyone. Mate. Take care. Much love. See you guys. See ya. Bye-bye.